0: All right, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Dive in Deep Show podcast. I am your host, Rudy Ray, and I'm here with my co-host, Jason. What's good? And yeah, it has been a minute since we have posted a full video, but uh, we are back, man. This is post-NBA finals. It's too late to talk about the finals, though, you know?
1: A little shout-out to the Nuggets, though, getting it done. Yeah. Sure, you've heard everybody talking about them for the past couple weeks. But yeah, congratulations to the Nuggets for their first championship.
0: Yeah, and the Heat for making the run. For sure. But yeah, today we're going to be talking, uh, reacting to the 2023 NBA draft, talking about the Suns trading for Bradley Beal, talking about notable free agents, uh, Victor Wimbinyama, and if he will live to the hype, biggest winners and losers of the draft, and Jordan Poole being traded for Chris Paul, which was crazy.
1: Very crazy. Very unexpected.
0: Like, when it happened, I was like, what the hell is going on, and man? got the
1: notification, I'm like, huh? And then I sent it to you. I'm like, nah, that it just doesn't seem like a real trade, but here we are.
0: I mean, once you think about it, you can kind of see why, but at the end of the day, it's like, man, we, they were, like, all in on him.
1: It, it, it just seems like one of those trades on both sides where it's like, was that the best trade y'all could have made? Like, for the wizard
0: side and the... I, for the Wizards yeah I guess so but I mean, we'll, we'll break we'll break it down I'll, you know the, the complete trade details but do you have a tweet of the week? I do not you just sent one though actually you just sent- I,
1: I mean I don't want to this is why Brandon <laughs> Miller been making some funny comments but you know he's him He he's not he's himself but yeah Brandon Miller I see the Charlotte Hornets in the NBA Finals next year so hey aim high you know he used
0: to get some glasses him. or something I don't know
1: I mean, he he said that. Uh, he, apparently, to him, Paul George is his goat. You know, he's he's gotten that Paul George comparison a lot. Don't know if I see that too much, but yeah, that's that's his goat.
0: Yeah, I don't see the. He's got a lot to work on if he's going to be Paul George. Like Paul George is one of the nicest players in the league in terms of like bag. Just how smooth, they're yeah, how is. smooth he is. His everything is like. His craft is just like perfect, that perfected, two, that you know. Two
1: way ability as well.
0: Yeah. And Brandon Miller, he, I feel like he's getting hyped up as this really good defender to, from the things I've seen. Uh, he's not, he's kind of scrawny. He's not, yeah. I mean, he has good size. He's 6'9,
1: like uh, just under 200, I think.
0: Yeah. But he's, I've seen him get blown by. He's not a good point of attack defender. He's got a lot to work on, but, you know, number two overall pick. I mean, how'd you feel just? Just let's just get right into it. Right, reacting to it, we all we'll talk about Victor at some point. Mm -hmm. But Brandon Miller being taken by the Hornets over Scoot
1: Scoot Henderson, yeah. Um, It's a situation where kind of leading up to it, for whatever reason, even though every comment that Brandon made was kind of like, okay, Jordan's not because this was apparently Jordan's last pick, his last draft. And he was making comments, like, the day before about, oh, Jordan's not the GOAT. It's Paul George. So he's making these comments that, like, kind of would make you think that, okay, Jordan's going to, you know, oh, I took that personally. I'm not going to take him. But for some reason, I just had a feeling that Brandon Miller was going number two. The odds were crazy. It was kind of reminiscent of last year with Jabari Smith and Paolo Bancara at the one-spowers, Yeah, like, Paolo uh, Jabari. It was just changing like by the hour and uh, it got really close towards the end and it ended up being Brandon Miller at two. Um, They, they went with fit, which I mean, you don't, that's more so a a move you make when you're, you know, a team that's already contending, but uh, I, it's understandable when you kind of do have your established star point guard in LaMelo ball, you add somebody like Scoot Henderson, who is an amazing talent, but at the end of the day, you are taking the ball away from his hands by bringing in a Scoot Henderson. But you got to wonder, is that the move to just accumulate as much talent as you can when you are on a team that has the last three years missed or made the plan and got knocked out in the first round and now missing the playoffs? Is that the best move to make?
0: TBD? I personally don't hate it. I Yeah, I, I, I like Brandon Miller. I think he fits that team well. I just wish that I don't know. I don't even know cuz I've gone back and forth so much between Scoot and Mil- I think Scoot's a better player but like for the Hornets it probably is the better fit. Mm-hmm. I mean we obviously you know Adam hasn't been able to make an episode in like pff, a month. Yeah. So I hopefully he's going to watch this and he'll, he said that they're going to be a top 5 team. If They took scoot, or was he talking about just in general? No, wait, what, what, what are, that was the Zion? Oh, okay, okay, year. okay, 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 yeah, never mind. Sorry, I was trying to slander him. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he'll.
1: I'm getting back to healthy, I'm sure he can. I know how confident he is in his teams, he'll probably guarantee a play in spot or playoff spot.
0: But is Brandon Miller even going to start? Because think about it, they got LaMelo. Uh, is Terry Rozier still there? I mean, he
1: can go to the bench or
0: he can go honestly. But they, but then they still got Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington. They got Mark Williams. Yeah, that's a Miles that's Bridges. is nice, like likely a nice, that's coming like back. A nice tall lineup. Yeah, shortest
1: player probably was what Gordon Hayward.
0: Yeah, the 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 one guy that could fight for more minutes is um. Oh, you have the Dennis M- Dennis Smith Miles Jr. Bridges thing. As yeah, well. Miles Bridges could come back. Forgot about
1: him, but yeah, that's a. Yeah, he he could. I, I definitely think they should definitely try to, I, I don't know what the offers are looking like. So, I mean, I guess if it's not there for you, don't trade just to trade, but they got to be looking to trade either or Terry and Gordon, I would think. Cause those, if they want to the, keep,
0: re, not rebuilding, but if they want to get competitive, you can get something back for Gordon Hayward. Yeah, those
1: just seem like two players, you know, contracts aren't, Great for the Hornets, but they could be good for contending team, contending teams. Like I'm sure a team would like love to have, Terry, a contending team would love to have Terry Rozier as their backup point guard, just kind of spark plug, score off the bench.
0: Yeah, Gordon Hayward is an unrestricted free agent next offseason, so he's still in the books. They would probably want to trade him to move that to get that money off
1: yeah. and then somebody who's taking him on and say okay well i only have him for one more year and it'll be a contending team i'm sure a lot of teams would take on gordon hayward only issue being which is why i never wanted him is you're adding another player who gets hurt quite a bit
0: on a big contract yeah and yeah terry's still locked in till 2026
1: yeah i mean Like I said, they like like, him. I mean, he's, he's fine. He's a, he's a solid player. Like I said, I think, you know, just, they just don't have this direction is headed. Like this young core that got going of LaMelo, um, Mark Williams, now Brandon Miller, PJ Washington. These are all guys that are like around 25 and under 26 and under. If you include a miles bridges in that.
0: Yeah. But they just don't have like a shooting guard. Like Rozier is their shooting guard. Then they have Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith Jr. They have PJ Washington as a forward. I mean, they they need I so man. They need a shooting guard. They do. They're not going to play book night right there. It
1: is a you know team that's not ready con- to contend. So they're not. They are going to have some holes on the team. It's just
0: the reality of it. I guess overall they they made a better. Well, the thing is, I feel like Scoot could play the two. So I feel like you could have kind of figured that out. You know, just say it, man. L pick. No, I don't. I don't think it's. (laughs) I feel like you want to say it's an L pick. No, I don't think it's an L pick. I think both would have been. Both are good, but the better pick to me would have been Scoot, just because you get the more talented player.
1: They're gonna be kicking themselves when they see those Scoot Henderson highlights, them weeks, and
0: he was gonna sell tickets, man. People want to see Scoot, bro. Yeah. Anyways, let's let's move on to some more picks. At number three, Scoot went to Portland. Scoot went to Portland. We've talked about Damian Lillard. We still don't know what's gonna happen he's still talking about how he wants to stay or he said he didn't want, he doesn't want to rebuild, but how do you feel about school going to Portland?
1: Um, it's, you gotta be like, honestly loving it. If you're a Portland fan, I feel like, um, you still have the Damien Lillard thing, which again, at this point, I'm, I'm done expecting anything. I any rumor I hear about Damien Lillard. I'm not getting my hopes. I'm like, Oh, well, what if this happened I don't care about any Damien Lillard rumor. If I will pay attention to it once I know a trade is finalized. Otherwise, it's BS and I don't want to hear it. For their young core, though, I feel like you got to be really excited if you're a Portland fan, knowing that, hey, you can kind of see where the direction of this team is headed. Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simons, like Shaden Sharp had a really good rookie year and he wasn't even, you know, fully integrated into their system. You just got to think once they finally decide to get you know, fully embrace this young core. It's it's gonna be a really fun team to watch.
0: Yeah, I love Shane Sharp, and I like Scoo Henderson. And you would think that you could get so much for Anthony and Dame separately. Like you yeah. could let Nurkic go or move it. Like you could move it. Like you can. They are in a perfect position to rebuild, and they have two great young studs. Man, yeah, they wouldn't even have to bring back Jeremy Grant. Like they have. They could have. Like, this free agent class sucks. They could wait till this following season or or the next, and you'll probably have a better class at that point. Yeah. And then those guys will have been developed. Like, Dame developed. It's a pretty good, you know, I would say organization out there in Portland. I mean. Absolutely. Came out of Weber State. Yeah. So, I, I just wish that they would embrace the rebuild. But, you know, they do have a... I don't, I don't know if he's generational. I don't think Scoot's generational, but I think that they have a really great piece right there.
1: Thank you for not using that word, because it's actually getting annoying seeing how much, how often that you do you that word is used nowadays.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. the The only guy in there was Victor. Yeah,
1: literally. So,
0: and that's still. And even then, it's not, to be seen, that's like not even
1: generational. That's like once in like we have not seen a player like Victor, so not even. Gen- yeah. It's like beyond generational, honestly.
0: And he, but he still has to do it. Like, yeah, yeah no, for so. sure. For sure. All right, so let's move on to the number four pick. We won't do every pick. We'll do some yeah. of the notable the ones, ones. we know about. Yeah. That I know about, at least. Uh, yeah, the Rockets took the guy that I wanted from day one. Uh, Amon Thompson. He is getting... Him and his brother went back-to-back, and they're getting kind of some pushback because they played in the... Overtime Elite. Cupcake League of Overtime Elite. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I get it, but... You know, I'm. You probably heard this because you watched Through the Wire too. But P, he, he always says like, a quick first step is a quick first step. Like a guy that's able to, like the talent he has, like it's it should be able to translate.
1: Shaden didn't played no college ball. Yeah, he how's didn't. He,
0: how's he look? He looks amazing. And Amad Thompson, he can get to the rim whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. He can defend one through three. The shooting has to worry you though, right? Uh, I'm not. I'm honestly not worried because I'm the Rockets. We have a good coaching. So like we've always had good trainers and good assistants and guys. Are, they're gonna get them in the gym and say, "Look, we gotta work on your shot. Like you're gonna work on everything." So I and we and and the other thing is like people say we don't have good shooters. We do have some good shooters, like Jabari Smith. We have Roos. guys who can shoot, but I don't know if their numbers are good shooter numbers. Efficiency-wise, like, no, but... But they can. Like, Jalen yeah. Green
1: can shoot. Jabari Smith can shoot. But have they put together a season's worth of, like... No, no. Showing you they're good shooters?
0: The next step for both of those guys is to be more efficient. Yeah. And you put a guy at that one spot that can feed them. The thing is, he's going to command so much attention just on the fast break... He'll create a lot of opportunities in that sense. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, you just move KPJ to the bench. Hopefully, he accepts that role willingly because he can be a six-man-of-the-year candidate, in my opinion. he all he's, I don't want to turn this into a rocket's pod, but there's so many casuals to, like, I know we're not a great team. I know we don't have amazing, outstanding, you know, elite players, but these guys are good. Like, KPJ had a really good season. Especially,
1: like, if, you know... You just go with the upside of all these guys. Y'all had a damn good
0: draft. So, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even mention Cam Whitmore yet. That guy fell out of the top five contention, so. Mm -hmm. I saw several mocks of him going, like, number five. Even number four. Yeah. Like, the Rockets were considering him at number four. Yeah,
1: no, that's crazy.
0: So, yeah, then... The one, one of the other teams that was interesting was the Magic, because they took Anthony Black, which I like him. He's kind of like a Josh giddy kind of guy. And then I was like, man, I think I sent it to you. I was like, if they take Grady Dick, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a Magic agenda.
1: You didn't do it. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, I Jet will not be Howard. rooting for the Magic this year. Jeff Howard is a reach. He's a good shooter. I just feel like Grady Dick was better. Like He, he just a little bit more. Yeah, He can get to the rim a little bit better. He's obviously he is a he is the best shooter in the class, and he fell. I think teams kind of slept on him. I know most of these teams got the guy that they wanted. Yeah, but I feel like the Magic might end up regretting that. Think so? I, I think they might. And that's not to say that uh, Jet Howard will be, you know, a bust or fail. Mm-hmm. But I see like, imagine Kyle Corver with like the ability to also drive to the bucket and have like pretty damn good athleticism because that's what that's what Grady Dick has. That sounds like a really good player. Yeah. You can shoot like I, Kyle, I really like him, man. Things. Yeah. I really like him. I'll, I'm going to start tuning into Raptors games just to you, watch you, him. You
1: tune into some Raptor games this season? I love shooters, man.
0: All right, so what about Jarris Walker?
1: Jarris Walker, yeah. Um, Pacers with a W trade, honestly. They were able to move down and still get their guy um trading with the Wizards. Uh so now Jairus Walker joining the uh the uh Indiana Pacers. I think we had him what five on our little random mock that we did months ago.
0: We had him at five with the Pistons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so he's honestly like everything the Pacers need, just a a defender who can dang near guard one through five. Uh he can be a nice lob partner for uh Halliburton gives you I, I really liked how he developed his uh, shot as the season went on i know you know that's a big knock on him was his shooting but his his shooting did get better as the season went on at houston and i mean the guy's worth ethic is insane he has a, a crazy build six eight built like a bull he's 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 just a he's a menace down there and i think he's gonna be i think indiana is gonna be really good this year that was a great pick by indiana
0: i think that they're going to be a team that gets a lot of calls for Turner and Heald, but I think they should keep those guys, man. Yeah, I think so, too. Because if you think about it, Myles Turner, Jerris Walker, uh, Matherin, Matherin, Buddy Heald, and Halliburton. Bro, yep. Adam, I'm sorry. That's better than the Hornets. Like, I agree. Yeah, I think he, a lot of people would disagree, and I'm just jabbing, but I I really like that lineup.
1: Yeah, no, and then you still have, what, Andrew Nembhardt yeah, coming off coming the bench.
0: coming off the bench. So got, they gotta, they, they, the bench they, is not that great the team know.
1: indiana themselves were having a really good year last year just uh tyrese went hurt went and got hurt but they yeah. weren't at one point like the fourth or fifth seed like pretty i think so a good, I think- a good amount into the season too it wasn't like wizards a couple years back when like 20 games like it was like 40 30 40 games in they were sitting really good it's just Halliburton got hurt
0: yeah i think the pacers would can definitely would definitely be in at the minimum in play and contention yeah like, anywhere from 8 to 10, they can be right there. And I, I didn't say this either, but I also think the Magic can as well. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with the point guard situation because, you know, I thought they liked Markel Fultz as their, excuse me, as their starter. I mean, you said that mm-hmm. too. I mean, yeah. Do, do you think Markel is still going to be starting? Maybe they move him or?
1: Um, I feel like he should start. I feel like he's done they enough. they took black to, high. They did. But, I mean... I don't know. I, I just feel like Markel has shown you enough, like, development-wise. To, like he, he deserves his starting spot. I don't know if you just – I get it, top five pick. But, I mean, Markel was a number one overall pick. So, just because, yeah. you know, you draft a guy high, doesn't mean you're obligated to play him anywhere. I think Markel has been in the system. Um, you keep that going until it, it just doesn't work, and you realize, like, okay, well, let's try out Anthony. And, then, of course, you're going to have – you could still give Anthony Black a lot of the minutes. But Markel has done – more than enough to deserve that starting spot over there.
0: So Cole Anthony is not going to be playing. <laughs> Cole Anthony had a nice little run, not this past season, but the season before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like he was decent. He's he's a height. He's like a
1: third point guard. And think if he's your backup point guard, he probably at this a point, upgrade. yeah. At
0: this point, yeah. All right. Some of the other notable picks. Uh, well, one thing that the Oh, I like the Jazz draft in Taylor Hendricks. Another really good shooter. Um, The Thunder with that trade got the Mavericks a center in Derek Lively.
1: Yeah. Center for the future.
0: Uh, The Raptors took uh, Grady Dick. Uh, Let's talk about some of the biggest winners and losers of the draft. So like a team or even a player, even a guy that's maybe going to lose his spot to a rookie, like any kind of winner or loser.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. What about for winners, a little bias pick. How about the Lakers? The Lakers? Picking up Jalen Shafino and yeah. Maxwell Lewis. Um, speaking of um, through the wires, Wee uh, wheel Plug, his one biggest sleeper for the whole draft, he, he said people are sleeping on him. Dude is going to be a very good player. Maxwell Lewis out of Pepperdine. I was watching his highlights, and, yeah, he he it, he's nice. Six, seven, small four, just kind of – has a little bit of everything that you want, and you know, like with that frame, once they're able to put it all together, he can he can be very nice in this league. So I I love that pick, and then Jalen Hood Shafino uh, just offers you from what I've seen. Obviously, I wasn't you know tuning into Indiana games, but he it looks like he's he's offering us some sound point guard play, which, um, as bad as Russell played, he also can offer you some really good play sometimes. But it's just. Too erratic. It's it's good, and then it's god awful, and then he's amazing, and then next play he's the worst point guard you've ever seen. And I I just feel like with Jalen fino we're getting more consistent point guard, a guy who's you know not gonna try and do too much. So I I really love the pigs.
0: I try to tell you and Julio about D'Angelo man. Ah, uh, it's it's when it's good it's good, but
1: yeah it, it's the bads are, are really bad. He just tries to do too much sometimes, and it's unfortunate because he I do believe he is a good player. I just feel like he tries to do too much too. much.
0: Like and you, too often but you don't want him on your team anymore for the right price but right price, come on let it go man for the right price y'all got austin reeves and then y'all have hutchifino and schroeder y'all be good y'all don't need d'angelo i don't man. know if we're gonna bring schroeder back i wouldn't mind it i mean he ain't gonna be
1: demanding anything high i'm, I'm just saying i don't know we we, we, we running thin over here man <laughs> we <running laughs> well i thin think if y'all here. had to
0: choose between schroeder and russell i think you should bring back schroeder i agree but yeah, what I was saying about Hood Shifino is he has a really good in-between game, dribble he can create. I was kind of comping him to a Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he's a better defender. Yeah. He can be a really good defender. I know, like, I tweeted what I tweeted, and, you know, Teeth was disagreeing with me. but Very um, usual. <laughs> pretty much, man, every <laughs> time. But I, one of the other comps I saw, and they said at ceiling, like if he reaches his absolute ceiling and gets better offensively he could be a darren williams type of player
1: yeah i was seeing a little bit of that in the highlights so yeah i, I don't hate those com- i mean shit i had to watch the <laughs> yeah, end if he develops playoffs, into that i mean yeah
0: so that that's amazing yeah that's that's actually a really good one that you can i mean it's not bias i mean you're just being yeah no like, I, said, like here. I, I, mean, I was watching uh through the wire they were or
1: no it was the uh actually it was pick a side so i had to pick a side Oh, uh, they had Pee Wee on. Yeah, they, well, they were doing their mock draft. And then they took, or Pee Wee took Maxwell Lewis like at the end of the first round. And he's like, "That that's my guy right there. Like, he's, he's his biggest sleeper for this draft.
0: Yeah, I watched the episode too. Cause I liked it because they had John on. Yeah. For the draft stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause they had him on last year with Pee Wee. And he, John was hyping up Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler, yeah. yeah. So shout out oh, to John. A, John yeah. asked me to be on his podcast. Really? Shit. Tomorrow. I've got to try to make it work. I'm busy, yeah. but hopefully, John, I can make it. Been there for us so many times. Oh Jeez. yeah, always
1: coming through, all reliable.
0: But yeah, uh, Noah Clowney was another guy that went kind of late. I like him for the Nets. They had back to back picks. They did pretty good. Chris Murray for the Blazers. I was thinking if we didn't get Cam Whitmore the Rockets, I was like, man, I'll take Chris Murray mm-hmm. if he's anything, if he's anything like his brother. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm casual to his highlights, but I, I think
1: he's actually, you
0: know, another casual here speaking. <laughs> but I want to say he's a better shooter. Yeah, well, the Blazers got one. Uh yeah so try yeah we'll kind of move on because it's we're not gonna lie traditional, man traditional
1: traditional big man apparently is a is a is a loser for the draft Drew Timmy undrafted who uh, Drew Timmy from uh. Gonzaga um, four year player putting in work Gonzaga for years and you know didn't get drafted there were other couple of big men whose name is slipping my mind but them traditional big men ain't getting no love
0: man yeah well this Draft was guard and forward heavy. Like it was just point cards, shooting guards, and like combo small forwards. Like yeah. not, not big, you know, not, not a lot of luck to the big men, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, a loser I have was the Pelicans because I thought if they were going to move Zion, they should have went ahead and did it and tried to basically get Scoot mm-hmm. because the way, and I'm just speaking from, so they're the, a loser for not trading for the second overall pick. I, well, and they also reached on their pick at number fourteen.
1: Fourteen and was Jordan Hawkins, the shooter, right?
0: Yeah, he got comp to <laughs> Ray Allen, and uh, who's the other guy that went to Connecticut? I can't forget. I can't remember. But yeah, he's just he's a good shooter, and like that's really it. Yeah, not I, a good I, I creator. He
1: doesn't really offer much.
0: Doesn't it's do much shooting. defensively. Like, mm. I mean, shout out to Bros. You know, that's another, crying his eyes out when he got drafted. Yeah, but. that's
1: another one where it's like, that's like a contending te- team type move, which, I mean, I know if Pelicans fans will probably scream from the rooftops how they were the one seed, you know, few months into the season. But, you know, is that, you know, the best move for your future? Can again, like, where is y'all's future even headed? Like, is, you know, Zion, I mean, I guess we have to assume that Zion is a part of their plans fully. Like, they're that's... They're
0: invested. I feel like the Hornets would have gladly took him. I mean, Adam said he would gladly take him.
1: Yeah, that's Adam though. Adam is a huge Zion guy. Like, he, he, he really believes in Zion.
0: I mean, Hornets fans, they like they. I feel like most of them were were wanting that. And I thought yeah. that it was something that was very possible. I thought that maybe the Pelicans would want Scoot and they would just straight up trade. So. I don't know to me they're a loser honestly. I think they're still going to be good next year e- even if Zion doesn't play like I like Brandon Ingram and I like the team they have. I'm not a big fan of CJ McCollum being there. I think does isn't he doesn't fit the timeline but Yeah. Yeah, I think the Pelicans could have did a little bit better here. Um but did you have any more winners or losers? I had the Rockets down. We already kind of talked about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I think we already discussed a lot of the like Rockets, Pacers and what the Pacers did, so.
0: yeah, yeah. So let's talk about Victor Wembanyama. Is he gonna live up to the height? Uh,
1: God willing, yeah. It literally, it's it's to me, it's it's all injury based, honestly. If if he's somehow able to break the whole giant players getting hurt stigma, well, why not? You're going to the the best, probably the best team you can go to developmental wise like i don't know if there's a team that you could say is better that develops their players better
0: heat maybe
1: yeah it's, lakers do a damn good job too he do a do a good job but like the spurs turn their players into like superstars like the heat will turn a you know a mid player into a like a very good role player i feel like a, a, just somebody who just does their job really well Lakers, uh, I I think they're just really good at finding talent. I think they don't get enough credit for that, but develop them really well, But then we ship them out when we want to bring a star in. Um, But yeah, it's it's hard to imagine a better place you could have gone to. You just look at their last two number one overall picks, Tim Duncan, a potential top five player of all time in some people's eyes. Uh, Then you go even before that, their only other number one overall pick, David Robinson, one of the 10 best centers of all time it he's in great hands he's in great hands uh, and it's it, it feels like you know all this like nice words is kind of setting him up for failure but the dude has the skill set like he can shoot he is seven foot five there's that that will always be with him he's a seven foot five man he has a, a real feel for blocking shots nice touch on his jump shot he moves really well he moves like no other giant that we've ever seen Again, the only thing that's stopping him is the whole tall guys get injured thing. That's it, in my opinion.
0: I think he's still going to have some adjusting to do to the the pace of the game. I know he has been playing with pros for a minute now. Mm-hmm. But that's just the one thing. Like, hopefully yeah. he doesn't get hurt, right? But, I mean, on switches, I mean, guys are going to be able to get past him. But the thing that he showed, you know, even in France is like recover recovering with those blocks. Like, yeah. he's going to rack them up. I just hope that he's able to his game is able to translate really, just to the speed, really. That's it. Yeah. And-, and, I mean, there's
1: going to be, a, like, some growing pains he's going to go through. And I know a lot of people are going to be hard on him when it happens. But it happens to every player. It's not something that we should, you know, kill him for when he has a bad, you know, two, three-week stretch and his shots just aren't falling. And then there's a few highlights of him getting bodied by somebody who's just got more a lot more muscle on them. It's part of the game, man. He, he's he's going to be fine. He, I truly believe he's going to put it all together. It's not going to be perfect because it never is. What player have we ever seen just comes in and kills it from their rookie year and just already establishes himself as the best player or a top five? It just doesn't happen like that. So just give him some time, let him grow, and he'll be fine as long as he can just avoid that injury.
0: Do you think the Spurs can make a play-in appearance? behind him carrying i don't know if he's going to be ready to carry them right away
1: yeah um i mean at least like in contention for they should be outside looking in maybe because you i mean they were just in the playing. i know they had Dejounte a couple of years ago but they were in a playing game just a couple of years ago a couple years removed from that so i would like to think that you know with victor you know and devin vassell Keldon johnson Jeremy Sohan. Like they got a nice little young core over there, so I I don't see why they shouldn't be in contention.
0: Yeah, I think eventually they could possibly move either Vassell or Johnson to maybe get like an elite scorer in I've there. I've heard
1: that Spurs fans would much rather um ship out Keldon. They like Vassell a lot more.
0: They they need to be able to swing like a Like, if they could have got, like, a Jordan Poole or something like that, someone that can just get buckets for them at a. wouldn't say Jordan Poole is an elite scorer, but at a very high, you know, level. I I think that they need to get that kind of guy, like a Zach Levine or something like that. Yeah. Because Victor and, you know, Vassell and Johnson and Sohan and Trey Jones, Malachi Brennan could develop, but – I just—I feel like they're going to need something else that's not going to be coming in in a recent or draft or something like that.
1: I just—I don't know. I I feel like if the offers are there, you do it. I don't know about the Jordan Poole thing, maybe Zach Levine, but my thing is, like, when you have something like this, just—there's no need to rush it. You were just—
0: no, yeah, no the, rush. One of but... the
1: worst teams in the league, so there there's no like need to speed up the process. Like if you get a good offer for Kelden, hey, take it on. But don't just make trade for the sake of trade. Oh, we have Victor now, so now we have to compete. No, he's he's got a nice long career ahead of him. Again, God willing.
0: Um I just feel like they could speed it up. Like if they could go out and try to get Anfernee...
1: Mm yeah, but you're gonna have to give up a good amount for Anferny.
0: No, I don't uh, how much? I mean I mean,
1: you got to make the money match. He's going to – he's making a decent amount I'm of money. They got to have the cap space, I think. They do, but again, now you're losing assets, and is he an upgrade? Yes, but, you know, now we have to integrate Anthony and then now we have to f- figure out how Anthony and Victor is going to work. And, you know, in theory, I like the move, but it's, it, all, it all depends on what the actual package is, of course.
0: Do you think uh, Spurs fans – have a right to be defensive with the possibility of bandwagon fans. Like, do you think Spur- like a bunch of people are going to become bandwagon Spurs fans? Um, man, nobody wants to be
1: a Spurs fan. I mean, yeah, but it, it's bandwagon. It's just part of the game. Like I knew when once LeBron came, all right, I got a bunch of people come joining my team. So, but, and then you get generalized into that. I do, I do, but it, it's something I try not to take personally. But yeah, it, it's it's just part of sports, man. You kind of just have to accept it. There's people like once your team gets good, you're gonna have fans that weren't there 12 months ago.
0: I I get it, but even when the Spurs were like, even still in like 2013, 14, like I. They were it just was, so boring to watch. So but like, even even they had uh, no
1: exciting players. That's they, true. They that's had players true. who could make exciting plays, like Parker Ginobili would make some plays and be like, "Dang, like that was <laughs> yeah. crazy!" But you know, consistently, it, it just wasn't a team you just weren't trying to tune into. I think somebody like Victor, like you're gonna probably see a play from him almost every night. Like I don't know if I've seen that before.
0: I think more, they'll get more international followings. Yeah. That makes like French people, French people already supportive mm-hmm. because Victor of Parker.
1: Was, Victor was a big uh, yeah. Spurs fan because of Parker. Orastia,
0: guys like mm-hmm. that. I'm pretty sure even when small town guys are like Marco Bellinelli was there. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, was he Spanish or.
1: That sounds very Italian.
0: Italian? Okay, so it yeah, I'm sure, it ta- you know, Italy, people from Italy were like, yeah, well, why not? Let's, you know, yeah. cheer on Spurs. But. I just saw my cousin was like, we don't want bandwagon Spurs fans. I'm like, bro, just, I don't think anyone wants to be a Spurs fan, bro. (laughs) He's a very protective of his sports teams. Oh, it's
1: a Spurs sacred. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. So we are a little late here, but let's talk about the Suns trading for Bradley Beal, creating a big three, not a super team. It's a big three. (laughs) I can't stand the amount of people who are saying, KD's on another super team. I will slander KD too, but he is not on a super team right now.
1: Okay, so define what is a super team. A super, I, this
0: always confuses me. A super team was the Miami Heat, was the Golden State Warriors no, but, with KD. Yeah,
1: so what are you saying?
0: Oh, like they three, need to have someone three. that won an MVP or a finals MVP or a championship and was like, Devin Booker was not that. He got close, but he wasn't MVP or anything like that. Durant is the only MVP level player on that team. And he's past his prime now.
1: So you're saying a super team requires like two MVP players, MVP type players.
0: A big three is, you know, what
1: Boston was. So you think when uh, Dwayne Wade, he was still an MVP type player?
0: I would say outside of that last year when he was hurt. But if he wasn't hurt, he's still that, he's still great. Okay. Uh, and the only difference between, like, the Lakers recently with with Westbrook is that nobody thought Westbrook was an MVP-level player anymore.
1: Yeah. So I just, wouldn't have... He came off of another season of averaging a triple-double, which, again, doesn't seem as spectacular as it did back then.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, do you agree with me that they are a big three and not a super team? Yeah. I
1: Yeah. His, you have a... a Great collection of talent, great collection of scores. But I mean, yeah. The the super team I feel like we always, you know, get confused on what actually is. But if we're going by that definition, yeah. I mean, Booker's, you know he hasn't been in M V P conversations for being you know, like no. come to the end of the season. Maybe you know mid season he's going crazy, but I can't remember him being in any top three to five finishes. Um yeah, uh, it's 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 a trade, man. It, it, it is a trade that I still, you know, I just don't see how this, you know, puts you over the top. I get it. You It helps. You, oh, of course, of course. You add a former two-time 30-point-per-game scorer, that, that's going to help your team. But I, I wasn't looking at the Suns last year and thinking, like, man, you know what that team needs? More scoring. I, I just – it doesn't seem – it seems like a – like you're trying to put a bandaid on a deep scar. It, it just you know might stop the bleeding a little bit, but is that gonna fully heal? It? Is that gonna is that gonna beat the Nuggets? I, I don't,
0: don't think so. I don't think so. It would be a, it would be a hell of a series. I think. Let's just say that they oh, played 100%. the Nuggets. It would be a hell of a series compared to last. Uh, you know, so what they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they could have, like, I would have liked it a lot more if they got Prazingis. And yet you don't have Paul anymore, but I do mm-hmm. think Booker, Booker can handle the ball. You put Booker, KD, in Prazingis, I think that's a better fit. But now you need, excuse me, you need elite defense from KD and asking him to do that all year. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to put it out there. I'm not, I don't wish injury upon anybody. He's not playing 82 games. You'll be lucky if he plays 65 games. He's older now. He's got he got he gets hurt pretty easily, pretty often, mm-hmm. and even Devin Booker has dealt with injury issues. Yeah, Bradley like. Beal has dealt with injury issues. So then, when one of those guys is not there, I t- I feel like it's it's gonna be like the this is gonna be like the Brooklyn Big sure. Three. That's that was closer to a super team if we want to talk about super teams. I think that was a super team, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah,
1: because you still had Kevin Durant playing at a high level. He was prime. James Kyrie was Harden prime. James was in MVP talks yeah. that year during the season. Didn't look like it at all in that Milwaukee series. We got hurt. Yeah. But come on, man. That come bad?
0: On, what? what? played that bad? Who? James Harden. He he shouldn't even been
1: playing. Yeah, he was hurting the team. He should not. No, have he, co-
0: he, wanted to, he wanted to win.
1: The game seven,
0: ah. man. You can either help your team or hurt they your team. They were right team. there, and KD's the one hurting, who missed all them he shots. Ain't helping so KD missed all and those you shots gonna, in overtime. You
1: sit his ass down. Somebody who could make some shots get get in. But um, yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. But again, what was the downfall of that Nets team? Injuries. I Kevin Durant is two years older, three years older than he was at that point yeah especially come playoff time when the playoffs hit yes he'll be three years older at that point So you got a older Bradley Bill you got a Devin Booker you know he's in his prime years but I mean I feel like every year I Devin Booker has some type of hamstring issue he has some type of it's it's always little injuries he's never
0: like missing a crazy amount of time yeah but he misses time and he's good all season close to great close to elite and then the stinkers come through in the closeout games, yeah, he was
1: amazing before the closeout games against Denver.
0: I think he was a little injured. I think his ankle or something. But I mean, if you're, unless you are playing on a grade two hamstring, you every player's injured
1: come yeah. playoff time. You are you're gonna be. There is no player who's like, oh, man, I feel great. Like everything is fine. No, something hurts. Something.
0: Yeah, I I can be okay with this trade because at the end of the, at the end of the day, they were either gonna be stuck with Chris Paul or waving him and eating up some money on his contract where you couldn't really do much in terms of signing guys without doing this. So why not swing for the fences and go get Bradley Beal? But this team's not winning the championship. Like Bradley Beal and Devin Booker are going to have to go through a season of learning how to play with each other. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker have not even gone through an entire season of learning how to play with each other. DeAndre Ayton gives you nothing year in, year out that has true like value that's worth what he was. And that was a number one overall pick. So even if you are going to trade DeAndre Aiden, what are you getting back? I, I was proposing a DeAndre Aiden trade to some Atlanta Hawks fans. They are like, nah, keep it, bro. We like Capella. We're, we're good. <laughs> I try to tell you, man, Capella's got a lot more value in my— not a, I wouldn't say a lot more because DeAndre Aiden still has a much higher potential. Mm-hmm. But just based off what he's given us or given the Suns in the playoffs, like, I don't know, unless we think Frank Bolo can— you know, get him to snap out of it. But I honestly think you should pr- try to trade him for depth. And the problem is because of his history, you can't get his full value because he damaged it. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of screwed in that sense. I don't know what they're going to do with Aiton, but asking Katie to be healthy for a full season, play elite two-way basketball is going to be tough on his body. Devin Booker, he can be an elite shooting guard, but now you're asking him to take on another role, and that's being a full-time facilitator because, let's face it, starting Cameron Payne, are going to get some minimum contract veteran, it's not really the move. Unless they get Rondo. I'll, I'll support the Suns if they get Rondo. But then they're talking about, oh, we're going to get Dwight Howard. I love Dwight Howard. He's cooked, bro. Thank you for saying that. Why he can is cooked. Why can't you say that about Dwight but not Rondo? I think it's a lot easier for Rondo to, run, to not run an offense, but like get guys in position and say, this is what we need to do. Help okay. Devin Booker grow as a facilitator. I, would, I see comments about yeah, we, all the all the Suns need to do is bring in Dwight to shut down Jokic. Okay, I will get behind you in twenty twenty that he did a damn good job. It's twenty twenty three, bro. He couldn't even stop that one dude in Taiwan, that big dude. Yeah, no, he's
1: they're missing the playoffs. over there. They missed, the playoffs? <laughs> they missed
0: the playoffs. That's crazy.
1: Um, uh, so my thing is, and don't have to dwell on it too long, but you know, Rondo would have to
0: come in and be their full time starting point guard. No, Cameron Payne could start. But you just say you don't want. Or that. Booker can start, but the thing I just think Rondo can be can help Devin Booker become better. And then in the playoffs, if you need someone to settle down the team, just throw them in there for ten minutes.
1: Okay.
0: I'm just saying the only way I would root for the Suns is if they sign Rondo. Your favorite player of all time. Gotcha, gotcha. My favorite point guard of all time. Your point guard. Excuse me. But yeah, overall, I mean, W or L for this trade. Mm. And how far will they go? Uh, I'll
1: I'll give, like, an E for effort. You tried, like I said, I think you did a better job of elaborating uh, where I said they they kind of put a Band-Aid over a deep scar. We, you kind of went through all the issues they have, the Aiden motor thing, the lack of depth, and then they just, like I said, I wasn't watching the Suns last year and thinking, like, man, they could use more scoring. That's really what this team needs, another 30 points per game score. I'm like, nah, it's I, I need somebody who can you know give me some consistent play like i know what they're going to give me every night at the center position cuz deandre aiden can come through with a 20 and 15 game a 25 and 15 game and then he'll come through with an 8 point and 7 rebound game i just don't know it's too volatile when it comes to deandre aiden there's just so many more issues than lack of scoring on the uh, phoenix suns and i'll, I'll give you knee for effort man you, you tried to do something, I guess. You, you tried to switch it up. You didn't just try to run it back. Like, oh, we just need another year with the same guy. So I'll
0: give you credit for trying something. But Okay. so But give me like a grade grade, like an A plus, B plus, B. C. I'll give him a B minus. I'll, I'll give the give Sons like a B minus.
1: I'm um, C, C plus. C plus. Right in the middle. C, C plus. I mean, that's
0: fair. That's fair. Because you're asking a lot for these three guys for an yeah. entire 82-game season.
1: Like everything has to go perfect. For them to reach their ultimate goal. Yeah. And you don't want to be in a playing this, situation and you're not healthy. These are three players who have not had anywhere near... No player has a perfect career. But these three players have definitely been through their fair share of unfortunate events and just stuff going wrong. I don't like their chances. I do not like their chances. Yeah.
0: And the last point I wanted to touch on was people were kind of uh, slandering KD again. Like how much, how how many times is he going to do this? I mean, this wasn't really on him. I mean, he Kyrie left him and then he's like, well, I, well, I don't know. Oh, Brooklyn Nets, nothing. Let me go to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. They'll trade for me and I'm going to try to win there. And he's not like, I'm sure they asked him, what do you think about this trade? Is he going to say no to adding Bradley Beal over keeping Chris Paul? Yeah. Like I so I think the Katie Slainer's is going too far. I mean, he was defending his damn self in yesterday spaces. in the Twitter <laughs> spaces, which I thought was pretty cool. Can we still, can I go back and listen to that? I think so. Okay. I think I
1: saw it and then it said like, listen to recording. It's like an hour and a half or something, hour, hour and a half.
0: Yeah. I think that's pretty cool that you went in there and did that. Yeah. But, yeah, so chill out on the KD slander. I mean, unless it's valid. Didn't you say,
1: like, when it first happened, didn't you? Or am I confusing with somebody else? You didn't say anything about him having another super team.
0: No, I don't think so. Okay.
1: Fair enough.
0: I don't think so, but I am the delete my tweets king over here. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about another trade. They might even put the other one on here, but Jordan Poole for Chris Paul, this uh, happened, wait I'm tripping out, Right? What?
1: This is a couple days ago Oh,
0: okay, sorry, so the the Bradley Beal trade happened first and then Chris Paul got traded again to the Warriors, so yeah. Jordan Poole got traded for Chris Paul This was a really weird trade just on surface level when it popped up I was like, what the heck is going on mm-hmm. As far as fitting on the Warriors, I don't think it's a good fit because if he's on the floor, you got a two a guys very small backcourt. that can't defend anymore.
1: The very small backcourt.
0: Yeah, like if you can you imagine Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. I'll guess I'll throw out Kaminga and Draymond Green or maybe Kaminga. Sounds like they're
1: very low on him. Did you see he grew a lot? Was that one actually real? Because you know that's a meme, right? The the whole, oh, he grew this many inches. Oh, okay. I don't know. I it was think, a TikTok. I oh. think the first one I saw was Sangoon. He was like the first one I saw. He grew a know. little bit. Okay. So I don't know if that was the one legit one, but then they started saying like, Paulo Bancaro grew three inches. <laughs> no, they, they just started saying it for like every player. So I'm pretty sure Sangoon grew <laughs> like a half inch. No, he's the one where I'm like, okay, that one might... Because that was the first one I saw, but then I started seeing it for... Like I've seen,
0: Austin Reed's is now six eight or six nine. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, What no. are we doing, bro? I saw coming with seven feet, and that—that's what Andre Godala said.
1: Oh, he said you. He said it.
0: Someone said that he Someone, said it.
1: Okay, see, I'm. That I'll put that on ice, but yeah, I'm, I'm not taking that because I've been hearing that a lot lately.
0: Yeah, I, I, I just don't like the fit, anyways. I mean, there's. That they people are saying that they did this in order to keep Draymond green, which that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And maybe you just want to have the best backup point guard in the league. I get I don't even know if he's that. Is he that now? I would say so.
1: Um, I don't. It's again, it's another one of those trades where it's like, did either team like because I mean, I guess for the Wizards perspective, you know. You know, you bring in a young guard who has shown some very high upside, and now you kind of just give him the keys, see what he's got. And, you know, if he's got something, cool. If he doesn't, all right, well, Paul, we're, the, we're the Wizards. Like, <laughs> we don't have any type of direction at the moment, so we ain't got nothing to lose but yeah. games.
0: Paul George said that there was if there was a guy that could go to another team, like have his own team and be elite, it was Jordan Poole.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm totally against that. I mean, he's he's got the – greenest light in the whole NBA at the moment, probably other than Marcus Smart
0: over in Memphis <laughs> like, for true. the first 20, 22
1: games or so, however long Josh has spent for.
0: True, true. Yeah. And I do think that Jordan Poole was a good, I just liked the way he fit off the bench and he would always do a great job filling in when Steph Curry would get injured. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't always as efficient, but he was a good scorer for them, like getting like 25 a night. Yeah. So You don't have that yeah, anymore, especially the
1: nights where Curry would miss some time, he would come in and do a
0: very good job. Yeah, they're, I feel like they're gonna miss his scoring, man. Because outside of Curry, I think Clay can have a good season again. He had a really, really good season, he just sucked in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now you're relying on Gary Payton, DiVincenzo, Chris Paul, like Kaminga and Moody. These guys are really gonna have to take a next step. Mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins is going to have to get back to playing the way he was, which he probably can. Mm-hmm. He can play. He'll can he probably be there. Sec- I don't know who's going to be the second best player. Would it be Wiggins or would lean Clay? Or it's got to be Wiggins. Or Dre. I think it's got to be Wiggins. They're still going to be really good. I just don't know how that fit is going to look when Chris Paul's on the floor. That's the concern there. I agree. It's a team where it seemed like
1: size was their biggest issue or one of their biggest issues and they get smaller. I, I did, again, it's just a... A couple of very strange trades to me. Just some very strange trades going on these days.
0: I mean, if Kaminga actually grew to seven feet, and I mean, they got another seven-footer I mean, there.
1: I would like to play him in the damn playoffs. Like, at least give him a chance. Like, I didn't see him one time in that Lakers series. Yeah, Steve
0: Kerr don't want to play him. Don't get it. Okay, one of the other trades that happened was Marcus Smart getting traded to the Grizzlies, which that one to it shocked me because he I thought he was gonna be alive for over there. Because they already had it locked in for the
1: for Brogdon. It was looking yeah. like it was finalized. That but, one uh, fell apart. I'm guessing the uh, physical for Brogdon didn't go too well and then they're like, uh, all right, smart.
0: Do you follow uh Dell's
1: I follow all four of them. Okay, so five, did you did you
0: see his reaction to that trade? Because I I don't remember what happened. He was he's hurt. He was sick. He's okay, hurt.
1: yeah, he's he's hurt. Spe-
0: he's- oh, speaking of sick, Riv was sick. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I felt bad for him. Let to get him back on the show. <laughs> I know that was his guy. So
1: yeah, that hurt.
0: When he's gross. Now he has a Wizards agenda and that's, a Rockets that's, agenda. That's like you were the past two years. You still doing? No, that I got shit. a few. We're gonna before this.
1: Are you going three years in the row with the Wizards?
0: No, I don't have an agenda. I just say, hey, watch out for the Wizards. The past two years, though, you know that right? They you were can- good. They were. No, they weren't. They, they had were had a good. They had a good start
1: to the season. That was it.
0: That was all they did. Then you start calling them the Pistons. <laughs> I just kind of like to watch them a little bit because I like Porzingis. Like, yeah, you. When did that happen? When you a big when Przingis people guy. tried to talk about down on him, Luca fans. Ever since he left Dallas, Porzingis doesn't fit. It was his fault. Can y'all please watch basketball? He was basically. Cut out of the whole offense. Like Turn that
1: man into P.J. Tucker.
0: Yeah, and that's just, that's not his game, man. But anyways, yeah, Marcus Smart going over to Memphis. Tyus Jones goes to Washington, which they get. A, quality point a guard. Quality point guard, but I think me and Julio had a conversation a while back, and they were like, I don't know if he's going to be a really good starting point guard. Like, uh, he's going to be very average. But he'll be like his uh, turnover to assist ratio is
1: yeah one of the best in the league. He's gonna he, be solid for them. He's just gonna be a, what he has been a solid player. He's not gonna mess up. He's gonna shoot fine. He's gonna pass fine. He's just not gonna do
0: anything spectacular. Yeah, but for the Boston Celtics getting Przingis, this is very interesting because is your Przingis
1: love gonna trump your Boston hate, or how you feeling about the trade?
0: Uh, as far, like, I, even when they got Brogdon last year, I was like, I love this trade for them. Yeah. And, man, I I really like Perzingis. I just feel like they need Marcus Smart's presence sometimes. I don't like him taking all the yeah. game winners. You know, that shouldn't be happening. He's very valuable intangibly. Yeah. But Perzingis does fit. Like, he's a hell of an of a upgrade for Al Horford. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still a really good two-way player, and he's an all- star level player it's just i don't know it's one of those where i gotta see it before i really even talk I mean, about it you gotta hold that same criticism
1: that you do for all them other tall players you say they always get hurt perzingis you know he does a chance he's gonna miss sometime
0: he does but like they got Al horford to back him up you got arguably one of the best backups 40 in the year league. old center i <laughs> mean he did a damn good job against Embiid, man but now yeah. they have the recipe, bro. They got Robert Williams and Przingis healthy in the playoffs. Sixers going to have to do something, man. And I don't know how Embiid's going to be able to beat him.
1: Sixers just been
0: sleeping, I feel like. What they do in the draft? What they get? I don't even know if they had a pick. I didn't pay attention to them at all.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've heard no— They didn't have a
0: pick. Yeah, like nothing
1: from the city. They're just sitting on their hands. They're not doing nothing. They they're are just looking running it back.
0: They're looking to trade Tobias, which I'm happy about
1: been cool three years ago but yeah. see what they can get now. Yeah,
0: the value's pretty low. Yeah. But man, for Boston, I think I, I would give it a B plus. I would agree with that. Because their plus. starting lineup's going to be Derek White, Brown, Tatum, Prazingis, and hopefully Robert Williams. Yeah. I mean, if they're all locked in defensively, that's a hell of a defensive. That, that should be the best defense in the league. Should be. So Boston fans, they, they got a lot to be excited for. I know uh, losing Marcus Smart sucks and I was always curious to, like, I wonder how he feels right now.
1: He's hurt. I feel like he's hurt. He's He was the longest-tenured Celtic. There wasn't anybody on the Celtics that had been there longer than
0: was him. Was he? What, what What year did he get drafted there?
1: He was 2000. He beat us in the state championship 2013. So he should be 2015. 2014. Okay. 2015 was his rookie year. That's what it was.
0: Dang, so let me see. Is it's going to give me the 2014 Celtics? I'm trying to see their roster. Cause I'm trying Just to see type who he- in
1: 2014 after that. Um, he was there
0: with what Isaiah Thomas. Oh, Rondo was still there. Bradley Kyrie Irving. Oh no, Kyrie Irving wasn't there. Rondo was still there. I don't know. Go to the extra. Yeah. Room. This one right here. Let's see who was on the roster. Okay, so they have Brandon Bass, Legend, Avery Bradley, Legend, Jay Crowder, Legend, <laughs> Jeff Green, legend. Bro, Jonas Jerebko, Forgot about that guy. Jeez. Jameer Nelson was on the roster. Kelly Olden. Dwight Powell, That's the Dwight Powell from the.
1: He went click on his. He line. was
0: on the Celtics. He been in the league that long? That's what crazy. The hell? Phil Presty, I remember this guy. He was trash, bro. Tayshawn Prince was on the roster. That's had cool. Hats last year. There's no way
1: he played any longer than there.
0: <laughs> Jared Sullinger. Forgot about him. Big boy. That's a big body. Marcus Thorne, Evan Turner, Gerald Wallace, Brandon Wright, James Young. I knew him because he was Skip, from Kentucky. Skipped over IT. No, I said IT. Oh, I not hear. Tyler Zeller. That's not a bad roster. Yeah. A lot of average mid guys.
1: So yeah, fan favorite Celtic, longest one there. Yeah. He's, he's gone. Well, how's it, how you like this for the Grizzlies stank,
0: stank. obviously it helps with you know Ja morant being out for the first twenty five games and i and I feel like a lot of people have talked about uh Marcus Mark and help Ja Morant hopefully he's already turned a leaf and he's ready to change when he gets back but I don't like could you imagine if he walked into this without jaw getting suspended and he's like trying to talk to Jaw you think Jaw gonna listen to him man. Probably not. No. Probably not. Like, I feel like to John Morant, Marcus Smart is kind of corny. Just with the dyeing his hair and stuff. And and his hair, all
1: the flopping and yeah. antics. I've
0: never been a big fan of Marcus Smart, bro.
1: Me neither, man. It's just hard to watch him sometimes. It's, they, even whenever it's bad, like, they they go have some <laughs> bad Marcus Smart games. They're going to be wondering if that's Marcus Smart or Dylan Brooks. There's going to be some yeah. ones like that.
0: I mean, when John Moran does come back, they could play Marcus Smart at the three with Bain, but then that's a small that lineup.
1: a small-ass lineup. And even, well, you're going to have Jaron as your big, and he's even an undersized five.
0: Yeah. Ugh. I don't know if that's going to work.
1: Yeah, it's Two off-seasons in a row. I haven't loved what the Grizzlies have been doing.
0: I mean, I, you know, why they did it for the missing games, and hopefully to bring the his presence into the locker room. But I just long term, I don't, I I don't like see him. Sitting. It would
1: have been fine if they kept Tyus and the rest. Yeah, of squad. I kind of
0: like that because Tyus showed when John Moran was gone last season, season before that. They want a bunch of games without Jaw. Yeah. So yeah, another one where it's like I don't know. I got to
1: see it. Just these both these trades are just or a lot, all these trades are just like head scratchers in my opinion. Like, I'm Just kind of wondering like why.
0: Yeah. But anyways, we're gonna move on to I wanted to talk about free agents, but this class kinda of sucks, man.
1: It does. I remember looking at it like last year. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a boring
0: one. Like man. I feel like everyone's going back to Except for uh what about uh Chris Middleton? What do you think about that? I think he should just go back. He's gonna get more money. He declined his player option. I know so he can get a longer deal.
1: You think they're that, gonna do that for I think so. Aging? What the, what
0: how they cannot replace him? I guess,
1: but I don't know. I feel like give me gonna, a name if you think they can no, replace no, no. him. I, that's fair. I don't really have another plan, but Tobias Harris. You you think they're because he turned down what forty million?
0: Yeah, but he was really good in the playoffs, and he towards the end of the season he looked good. They just were without Giannis and a healthy Giannis, so they lost. But he when he came back in the playoffs, he was good.
1: He was, but I mean it was. A few games. It's I know, funny. but
0: he he just need to get healthy. I think that they'll sign him to like a, they'll probably give him a hundred mil, four years, twenty five mil.
1: See that that makes sense. Like
0: a pay cut, not. A, I mean, but a, he's getting more raise. money long term. I mean, it's safer yeah, for him. I, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm just you know,
0: because you could take the forty mil and then say you have a you know career ending injury. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's
1: fair. That's fair.
0: So, but him, I think he should go back. I think Kyrie should stay in Dallas. I think James Harden should stay in Philly. Some of the other, one of the big ones was Porzingis, but they ended up trading him. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other free agents, I thought I had it up here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Russell Westbrook is a free agent. I feel like he should stay in the... LA, if they can work out a contract, I know they're it's kind of expensive over there, but the Clippers are reportedly looking at options for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that which is. I don't blame them, man.
1: I, yeah, I don't blame them either. I was just, the only concern I had, I was like, well, they actually do it because it's like, dang, you've invested so much and then are you just going to give up? I've only seen Steve Walmer be aggressive. and Would he just, all right, we're tanking now.
0: I don't think they're going <laughs> to do it because if they w- were going to do it, it would have been a better idea to do it at the draft or before the draft happened. Yeah, to get a top pick or something, because mm-hmm. you weren't going to get number one, but you could. I could see them getting number two or three.
1: Yeah, for potentially.
0: Yeah, but outside of that, man, this <sighs> this draft class sucks, bro.
1: Free agency class.
0: I mean, yeah, free agency class sucks.
1: Yeah, it's it's
0: it's very underwhelming. Christian Wood, unrestricted free agent. I think he should go play for Miami
1: you going to play defense over
0: there? I think I think Spoelstra will get him locked in. I don't know. He'll man. play Chris, for sure. Christian Wood thinks very highly of himself. But he will play for sure. Brooke Lopez of the I Rockets mean, has
1: been. Again, like Wood is just one of those players where it's like, I feel like he should be so much better. Like, why are you not getting play time in Dallas over Dwight
0: Powell? Like, I, I, I don't could, know. Maybe it was an attitude thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, not a lot of names here. Seth oh, Curry, right. please come to the Rockets. Bruce Brown, he you're, might not go back.
1: To... You already been scrolled past. Taylen Horton Tucker, man, yeah, That's already why
0: it's getting rough down here. Bruce Brown,
1: Lakers deserves a bag. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, but he want, hell, I think he wants a bag. If he does, if he's not getting a bag, he's going back to them. But how much, like? 10 mil a year, 20. He ain't getting 20 mil. You saw we gave Lonnie. We ain't giving Bruce Brown 12 mil. What the I hell? I said 10 mil. 10 mil? I don't know if we got that, bro.
0: Man, yeah, there's not a lot of good free agents. I mean, yeah, free agents here. So, yeah, hopefully when the free agency hits, we'll have, we'll be, hopefully we can start recording maybe a day or two after that. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on to closing the show with the TikTok content. I'm gonna start this one off here. We're gonna do right. we're gonna do a tier list. Okay. We're gonna put some of the. Let me st- do this for TikTok. We're going to do a tier list for NBA 2K games, some of the worst and best of all time. So let's start with NBA 2K18. Is that the one with Kyrie? Yes. I feel like that is one of the worst 2Ks of all time. Yeah, man. So hey. is it trash? Is it not what, we'll just leave it at trash. Is it okay, trash, great, or good, or GOAT? 2K18.
1: I definitely played that one. I think like come, I think like this is around when I stopped playing was 2K18. And that could have been a reason why. I just get very frustrated with 2K nowadays. I just got the new one actually. It's like free on the PlayStation Store. So I've been playing like really? like 2K20, uh, whatever it is, 2023. 24. There you go. Um, but 2k18, I'm trying to remember it. I think it was, you know, okay to trash. So we'll put, I'm going to put trash. If you're hey, saying if okay it, to if trash. F- if you feel strongly about that, go for it. Cause I'm, I'm trying to remember it.
0: I will put it under trash. Okay. Let's talk about NBA 2k10.
1: Kobe on the cover. Kobe
0: on the cover. Yeah. I love that 2k. I don't think it's GOAT. Uh, it's not GOAT. It's, great, it's great, though. It's great, good. It's great, it's good, great you know?
1: good. No, I definitely played the hell out
0: of 2K2, yeah, for yeah. sure. The next one we'll do is NBA 2K11. 2K11. Jordan on the cover? Yes. That is. That's, that's, that's that, might GOAT. Be GOAT. that might be GOAT. That's GOAT. That might be GOAT. Everything was perfect about yeah. that, from yeah. the soundtrack to the gameplay. That
1: was, like, the first one where they introduced Jordan, because Jordan was, like, never in 2K2K. And he was in that, and they had like, like did a whole like Jordan thing, and it was just awesome. They like had
0: his music playing with the Bulls. Yeah, just the
1: vibes of that was, I think, just that time. Maybe gaming wise, everything because I think Two K Eleven. I think you had like Modern Warfare Two around the same time. GTA Five. I think it was just like it was just a great time around there. That yeah,
0: time. one one of the best two. That's the best Two K to me easily. All right, one of the next ones that we're going that we're going to do is NBA Two K Sixteen.
1: That is the best one, Uh, online-wise. I would say, like, offline and all that, 2K11. But if I'm going, like, online, playing with friends, park, 2K16 is it. Put that in GOAT.
0: GOAT? Put that in GOAT. I didn't play this one that much, but I remember (laughs) I did play it online, and I agree with what you were saying.
1: 2K16 was – that's probably the one I have the most hours on, I'd say. Yeah? I'd say so.
0: Okay, what about NBA 2K14? 14 LeBron on the cover? I like that one a lot, man you did the soundtrack for that one i really liked it
1: Mm, so i think i only didn't really care for it but i also that was like in that weird period where like ps3 ps4 so like i had the ps3 version and the ps3 version was literally literally like just 2k13 2 like okay. what it was. so unless you like had the next console like you know I, I'd say okay for me okay, okay. I love I mean, that
0: one really it was I love like 2K13 to me literally I just I love to get 2K13 yeah but I feel like 2K15 and 14 and 15 were the last ones of like the classic AI gameplay like mm-hmm. where the motion of shooting was just so much more smooth and everything so that's why I loved it so much I would put it in great Great to good. um
1: This was one where I didn't play it too much, so I'm with it. I'll concede.
0: <laughs> okay, let's do NBA 2K. Which one are we doing next? Don't know. I had it on here. Oh, was it 09? The one KG on the cover. Did you play that one?
1: KG on the cover, I did. Yeah. Huh. I think it's okay. Yeah, it was fine. I think 2K10 was a lot better.
0: Is this this is 11 right here, right? Yeah. That's 11 cuz Jordan's on the cover of another one over here. Which one is that one?
1: Um, it might be like another version of the cover. Cuz I'm pretty certain that first one is 2K11, the one you have up there.
0: Oh, 2K12 well, he's, he's on, on that. Back to back. Oh, okay, back. yeah. Dang, I don't even remember. I don't remember 2K12. Okay, well let's do one more. Oh, all right, let's do NBA two K nineteen.
1: Two K nineteen. Uh who's on that one?
0: That's the one with the honest on the cover. Mm. I feel like that one's okay to trash. I think I might put in trash. trash. I, might put in trash. <laughs> I remember getting this one and not playing it like that. Yeah. It was 18 and 19 were just bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we'll 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 just stop there. I think we got 2K11 and 16 as the goats Mm -hmm. easily. For sure. 2K10 was like a great uh, pre. Like like
1: old style 2K, but like I promise you could still play that game and still enjoy it. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to do 2K2 just because people aren't going to believe that I played that one, but I love 2K2. That's the first 2K I ever played on the Dreamcast.
1: No, that was before. I think 2K8, was that the one with Chris Paul on the cover? Yeah. That was my first one.
0: That was the first one you played? Yeah, my dad had a Dreamcast and he had 2K2 on there. It was, it was fire. One of the what five
1: games with Allen Iverson on the cover. <laughs> that man it was like four or five straight covers.
0: All right, so let's move on. I will save that for later. It's a Would You Rather for Bradley Beal. Okay. Sorry, I'll let you go last at the end with your no, stuff. No, you're okay, go. okay. All right, so this is a Would You Rather for Bradley Beal. First name on the list is Jalen Green. Bradley Beal. Okay, I agree, Bradley Beal. Next name is Clay Thompson.
1: Uh,
0: Bradley Beal. Uh, They both get hurt quite a bit. I'll take Beal. I'll take Beal. I'll take Bradley Beal. I think at
1: this point I trust Beal defensively more.
0: Yeah. All right, Zach Levine. Bradley Beal. I'll take Zach uh, healthy man when he's healthy I'm, I'll take Zach mean this is healthy so that's, I'm taking Zach alright Desmond Bain great two way player amazing two way player
1: very good huh. I'll go Bradley Beal
0: I really like Desmond Bain man, I really like I really like Desmond Bain he's like the one player on the Grizzlies like, that I do not mind at all yeah Man, I'll take Bradley Beal, though. I'll take Bradley Beal. Next name is Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. I'll take Jamal Murray as well. LaMelo Ball. Two completely different players, but I just want to see something. I'm just trying to see something here.
1: So if I'm doing a would-you-rather, I'm going to assume I'd rather have this player, like, you know, leading my team. I'll go LaMelo.
0: I'm actually going to go LaMelo, yeah. He does more. Yeah. All right. Next name is Tyrese Maxey.
1: I love Tyrese Maxey, bro. I do too. I really love Tyrese
0: Maxey. I think he is going to be really good. I'm, He's a little undersized, but I don't know if I have much proof. But I'm taking Tyrese. I love Tyrese Maxey. I'm, I'm going to take Bradley Beal here. I love Maxey. He's in year three or four. If he was, this was year five or six. I feel like <clears> at this point, he'll at that point, he'll be a lot better. But right now, so let's take yeah. Bradley Beal.
1: I think he's already developed himself a really nice jump shot, and I think statistically he was the best transition player in the league this year.
0: Yeah. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Clears. Pretty easily. All right. Last thing we're going to do for my stuff that I have, I'm going to do a start bench cut with Carl Anthony Towns, Chris stapps and Pascal Siakam. Start, start bench, bench cut, cut for
1: Pascal, Carl, and KP? Yeah. Okay. Oh man! So we're going. Let's start with the cut. Who
0: has to get out of there? Out of those three, that's it's pretty tough. It is. Mm. I'm cutting cat man. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna front. I'm
1: thinking about it, but why? Healthy? Why are, why are we is so healthy? Sure that KP is just not cut. I know when he's the,
0: healthy, he's really he's take, a better two way player.
1: All the Luka fans you heard and no 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 I've
0: when they got when Dallas got KP they were hype as hell. It wasn't until after and all that mess happened. Yeah, Carlton Towns is really he's good, he's really good, great shooter, great spot up shooter. I will say not not doesn't give me a whole lot defensively. Let's just say if we had to put one of these guys next to Anthony Edwards between it, T- Towns and Porzingis. Mm. I'm taking Porzingis, man. I'm taking Porzingis.
1: I think I'm cutting Porzingis.
0: Cutting Porzingis?
1: Cutting Porzingis. I'm going to bench Car Anthony Towns. I'm going to start Pascal Siakam.
0: All right. I'm going to start Pascal and I'm going to cut Porzingis. Sorry. What did I say?
1: You start Pascal, right?
0: I'm gonna start Pascal Siakam. I'm gonna cut Carl Anthony Towns, and I'm and I'm gonna bench Kristaps Porzingis. Okay, all right. What do you got? All
1: right, so I got me a nice little list, you know, free agency season. So I'm just gonna list off a bunch of players, and you're gonna tell me who has made more career earnings wise. So this is just what they've made for their NBA contracts. We're not taking into account endorsements, all that. Just, okay, you know. So start first name up. We're gonna go with Manu Ginobili or Otto Porter. And I can tell you the number of seasons they played, too, if you
0: ask. No, that's okay. I feel like this is a trick question.
1: Who has made more in their career, Manu Ginobili or Otto Porter Jr.?
0: I feel like Otto Porter Jr. got one big contract. Like, he got one really big contract Mm -hmm. and then got a decent-sized contract again this offseason. Manu Ginobili might have taken a few pay cuts. But I'm going to go with Manu. He
1: played longer. Mono Ginobili did play longer at 16 seasons to Auto Porter's only 10 seasons, but Mono Ginobili has made 116 million to Auto Porter's 132.5 million. That's wild. Yeah. All right. So, next name up, we're going to go <coughs> Otto Porter versus Darren Williams. Man, Darren, he got a couple bags. Little older, so you know, you know the new market ain't with it. But he did, you know, kind of play towards the end of that era when you know bags were being given out left and right, which is why Otto Porter is here. But shout out to him. I'll go Darren Williams. Darren Williams. Is correct. Okay. Otto Porter at 132.5 million to Darren Williams, 159 million.
0: Okay, not a big difference there. It's yeah. wild considering Otto Porter's career. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, so
1: next up we have Darren Williams or Andre i How about Darren Williams? Darren Williams over Andre Iguodala. That is incorrect. Jeez. Darren Williams has made 159 million. Andre Iguodala has made 185.2 million. Okay. So, next up, we got Andre Iguodala or Ray Allen.
0: Ray Allen. Ray Allen. That,
1: that is, that's your answer?
0: Ray Allen? Is you? Yeah, Ray Allen's my answer.
1: Ray Allen is incorrect. Jeez, Very man. close, very close. It was 182.4 million to 185.2 million.
0: That's, yeah, that's right there.
1: So, very close. So, we're going to go Andre Iguodala versus Zach Randolph.
0: Uncle Zach Randolph
1: he got some bags Zach Randolph got some bags 196 million in 18 seasons shout out to him so we're gonna go with Zebo or Clay Thompson zebo zebo is incorrect what? Zach Randolph at 196 million Clay Thompson at 222.9 Jeez. million
0: I thought he missed out on big Con- on a Supermax one year so that's what I thought
1: so we're gonna go with Clay Thompson. Or Anthony Davis?
0: Anthony Davis.
1: Very close. Very close. But you are correct. Okay. Cool. Clay Thompson at $222.9 and a Anthony Davis at $226 million.
0: That's right there. Again, yeah. it's right there. Jeez.
1: Got another close <laughs> This is super interesting. Anthony Davis or Jimmy Butler?
0: Uh, Jimmy Butler got some pretty big bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davis probably got a bigger bag when he because he was the number one pick. I'm yeah. gonna go to Anthony Davis.
1: Anthony Davis is correct. Okay. Uh, Jimmy has him beat by a season, but Jimmy Butler's at 218 million. AD is at 226 million. All right. So next one we got Anthony Davis. Wait, hold on one second. Ten, four. Okay. So yeah, Anthony Davis or Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Mr. Bagman himself, Mike Conley.
0: Mike Conley got the money,
1: man. $249.7 for Mike Conley.
0: He got one of the biggest contracts ever at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, nice
1: about score. the time when he got it, yeah. He was like the highest paid one.
0: That boy didn't even have an all-star <laughs> to his name when he got that.
1: All right, last one. Mike Conley versus Dwight Howard. It's close. It is very so close. Dwight
0: Howard was the number one pick. About for-
1: $5 million separating.
0: Okay, so Dwight Howard was the number one pick. Then he pretty, pretty sure he got the extension. Then he got a pretty good bag from Houston because he was still on the same contract with the Lakers from Orlando. And then the Hawks gave him a nice contract. That might have been his last one. You want the seasons or you have a good no, idea? I have a good idea. I think Mike Conley, man.
1: Mr. Bagman himself, Mike Conley, is the king of this little Jeez. who made more in their NBA career. Mike Conley at $249.7 in 16 seasons versus Dwight Howard at $245.1 in 18 seasons. Shout out to Mike Conley. Get your money, man. Shout out to all these dudes. And I'm sure that people will be sent in the comments. Otto Porter is nowhere near Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili just elected to go a different route in his NBA career. Yeah. He took so many pay cuts it's, it's widely known Manu Ginobili could have gone to so many teams and made a lot of money but he wouldn't have the championships he has today
0: yeah shout out to bro but yeah that's gonna do it man That I like that that was very interesting I had been
1: thinking about it for a while and then I'm like oh it's free agency season now it's a perfect time
0: yeah no it is I, I that was really I, cool I, I think, think that'll I... do pretty good hopefully it'll blow up y'all blow it up man hopefully but yeah it's gonna do it for this episode uh, hopefully maybe you'll see me on John's show Tomorrow, if it works out. But uh, shout out to all 487 subscribers. Let's get to 500. Mm -hmm. Let's go viral again, man. It was around this time last year where we did, and I think next week or next episode we're gonna start doing the list. Yeah. So. Be fun. Should we do it like we did last time, just do the whole episode like that?
1: Yeah, because it's gonna take a lot of time, so might as well. Yeah,
0: it's true. Well, it's only us two this time. Yeah. Or hopefully Adam. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyways, appreciate you guys for watching. If you're a new viewer, shout out to you. Subscribe here. Follow us on all the platforms. And just stay tuned because football season is just around the the corner. We'll we'll be talking summer league and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Later. See you all later.